Hello, you're welcome to another episode of Nigeria Daily, coming to you from Daily Trust. I am Martia Umar. Thank you for joining. On the 28th of November 2022, it was expected that the Abuja Kaduna Rail Services will resume. However, the federal government through the Ministry of Transportation has now announced an extension of the resumption date. The Minister of Transportation, Moazu Sambo, disclosed this to newsmen in Kaduna on the 27th of November during an inspection tour to access the state of readiness between Abuja Kaduna Rail Services before the commencement of operations. My colleague, Mariam Ahmadusuka, tells us why the minister announced the extension. My name is Mariam Ahmadusuka. I report for Daily Trust from Kaduna. All right. So we, we heard late hours of Sunday that they're mm. going to be an extension of the resumption of the Abuja Kaduna bound train. Yes. Well, he was in Kaduna today on an inspection ahead of resumption tomorrow. So when we went there after his tour, then during the interview, he disclosed that the resumption has been extended. The extension will not be more than one week. The reason he gave was that there are, this, there are new guidelines, there are new, um, new purchasing, a new system of purchasing tickets. Okay. And using the national identity card and other, and other security checks that the federal government has put in place to ascertain who boards the train at any point in time. So it's possible these and some other reasons may be in their own control. That's why they extended it. So, um, mm-hmm. of course, uh, the national identity and card has been mm-hmm. introduced into way of buying tickets or purchasing tickets to be on board yes. the Abuja Kaduna train. During the inspection, was there anything you noticed as a reporter, maybe new measures, security measures that has improved? Yes, Um before, in the past, the train station was very porous, should I say. You could just but you could just go in, you know, and um, do whatever you want to do. But now there's this gate that they've that they've um, put in place. There's a gate. There's a gate before before the main station. Mm-hmm. So um, passengers are checked. Usually, you, passengers' luggage are checked after where the gate's been erected now. But now passengers. Um, check their luggages before the staircase. And I want to assume that maybe after that point, if you're not traveling, you don't go beyond that. If maybe your um, relations are escorting you, they stay outside the gate. But when you go into the gate, you have been checked, you have been screened, and you move to the waiting lounge before you, you go into the station and build. That's one security um, check I've seen. Then also there are security vehicles there. Even though when the train or the station was locked, in the last eight months, there have been security vehicles there, but we still have that. I don't know if maybe on the tracks, <clears throat> on the tracks, maybe we have, you know, security men there or something, but I don't know if we were not on the tracks. And that was Mariam Ahmadusoka, Daily Trust reporter in Kaduna. Before the extension, mixed reactions, meanwhile, trailed the announcement of the resumption of the Abuja Kaduna train services. Some Nigerians react. I had uh, a lot of people saying, I wouldn't board the train anymore. I wouldn't board the train anymore because of the attacks. But that's not the case. The issue is that when you look at the frequency, this train goes to Kaduna and Abuja to and fro 
at least four times daily. So how many times was the train attacked? You calculated. So this thing happened once, or let me say twice, or thereabouts, if I'm not mistaken, at least four times daily. And it was attacked in a whole situation, 2016, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Almost six years, it was attacked once. Measure the frequencies. How many times? Almost every day, it goes to Kaduna and return. And in different, a lot of frequencies, at least four frequencies. So uh, to me, I'm going to resume. I will board the train because since it stopped working, I didn't travel to Kaduna. I started entering this train since 2016 when it starts uh, operation. And anytime I'm going back to Kaduna, I will board the train. I will continue uh, boarding the train. I think and I know the train is safer than taking a car to Kaduna. It's safer. I've actually used the train before from Abuja to Kaduna and from Kaduna to Abuja. But um, right now, I don't think I'm going to use the train. Definitely no for me. Because I can't trust the government. I can't trust the security. I'd rather use road. Prayerfully, I will use the road. And um, I think I would use the train maybe after election. It's a, I will not even advise my family members or my loved ones or friends to use it. For some of us that once used the train from Abuja to Kaduna or Abuja, we are happy to hear the train service is coming back soon. For someone like me, I will continue to go through the train if the opportunity grants to me. A former deputy governor of Zamfara State, Al-Haji Wakala Muhammad, is a survivor of the Abuja Kaduna train attack and he also reacts. My, my, my name is uh, Ibrahim Wakala Muhammad Biman uh, from Gusau. Uh, he was uh, the deputy governor of Zamfara State, therefore I'm now a former deputy governor of Zamfara and uh, I have the title of Sarkimala Manguso of Zamfara State. Well, in that, uh, on that very day that uh, the incidents happened, uh, actually it's just like uh, to say that somebody find himself in a hell and coming back to the world. Because uh, on that very day we were attacked. At, uh, the first incidents that happens, we thought that it's just a minor something that happens on the train. But uh, we find ourselves in a situation where uh, they are shooting the tourists, just attack, uh, coming into the train inside uh, uh, putting bombs and uh, killing people as, as they will taking some uh, outside the train. So that's how we find ourselves. I myself, I was uh, able to find myself with a gunshot. Mm. Uh, Alhamdulillah, thanks God that uh, after the gunshot, I was taken to a hospital in Kaduna and thereafter taken to another hospital in Abuja. Mm-hmm. Where the gunshot, uh, the bullet was removed twice uh, from my leg. Well, I, I actually, my opinion is that even now, if I have the chance of uh, going by the train, I will join the train because I believe that the insecurity that we are facing in Nigeria is not only on the train route. Even by road, even if you are in a car, they can attack. So the federal government, or to say the states, or the, the government, have to be very much serious and more vigilant in tackling the insecurity. Let's, uh, we as citizens, support the security agencies, give them maximum support, and also the government should support the security agencies so that they can tackle the insecurity. And those were the voices of some Nigerians. At this point, we'll go on a quick break to stay with us. 
Welcome back to the show. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. To listen to this episode or the previous episodes of our show, visit the Daily Trust website at dailytrust.com or on buzzsprout.com. You can also listen to us via Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify or TuneIn Radio. Before the break, you heard from our reporter in Kaduna State giving us an update, telling us why uh, the date was extended. We also heard from some Nigerians reacting to the proposed resumption of the Abuja-Kaduna train services. So decrying the speed of terrorist activities in Abuja, which have aggravated fears, a security and defense consultant group captain Sadiq Garbashir, who retired, said even though the commencement of real operations seems progressive, government must consider unforeseen threats to avert any eventualities. Take a listen. Okay, my name is Group Captain Sadiq Garbashir, who retired, a security and defense consultant, private. In terms of security, when you say ready, ready is relative. Ready means you have assessed the current security situation, the threats, and you, you have countermeasures that will uh, answer to those threats and make sure that nobody is harmed. However, whether it is adequate or not can only be seen after actually putting those security measures in practice. That is what is done all over the world. If it works, fine. If it doesn't work, you raise your bar. But even the security threats for which you plan for, they may change over time. So we can say I have seen some signs of security, you know, uh, uh, measures being put, which we didn't have before. But are they adequate? It's only in a matter of time that we'll know whether they're adequate or not. Okay. So um, what are those lessons you think the government should learn based on security measures that were put in place before the attack happened and now that they are launching again. What are those things you think they should learn from their mistakes? First and foremost, and uh, I am sorry to say, it's not only with the railway system, it's something in our national life. We do not factor in security and safety when we are conceptualizing ideas. Whether it is a road, whether it is a stadium, whether it is a railway station, whether it is a train, we do not do that. And what does that mean? It means it's only after an accident or an incident has happened, then we start thinking of security. You do not come and start thinking of a railway system. We start right from the conceptualization. You take what are the likely threats. You do a threat assessment. And that is what, uh, you know, in, in security language is called crime prevention through environmental design. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? It means even before the accident starts happening, you look at where is this railway going to pass? Is it going to pass through bushes? Is it going to pass through towns? Is it going to through valleys that are hidden from the road? All these things in the combination with those doing the physical design, like the architects and the building engineers, together with security agents, they might tell you, do this, let the railway not pass through this. If it has to pass through this area, these are the measures that you can put. So honest, um, I will be frank to say that what was missing right from the beginning, we were eager to bring railway transport back to Nigeria, but nobody thought about security and safety at the initial stage. Security and safety should be part of the concept, part mm-hmm. of the planning of any gigantic project, not as an add-on as okay. we're doing now, because what we're doing now is what is called an add-on. We are adding it. On. Okay. Okay. So moving forward now, let's 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 project um, positively now. Moving forward now, what ways can they factor in security, especially for people really trusted the railways? The railways say, I'd rather go to Kaduna by train because it's safe. And after that happened, it broke the trust of so many Nigerians, and now it's coming back. Now, what way can they factor in um, security um, to make sure that people are safe? Well, to be fair, I think we have started taking the right step in the right direction. Okay. Uh, I think uh, from two days back or even three days back, there is a video that is trending from the Nigerian Railway Corporation telling people the kind of procedures that will put in place before you buy a ticket, before you board into a train, 
before you buy training absentia for somebody, how many people, the kind of recognition. Anybody that uses the train will know that we didn't have that. A man can go and, and enter a train with the name of a woman. A woman can enter the train with the name of a man. That has been happening through our love for support because we are two and impatient people. And, uh, you know, we think that uh, the sign of being a big man or somebody who has arrived is that you just come in and walk in and you don't follow the queue. So that video tells me that uh, I think at least some lessons have been learned. Okay. You know, this is what is called procedural security. Mm. Again, like the design, we have a train system with no physical security, no enough CCTVs, no intrusion system. Anybody who has traveled outside Nigeria's country, if you are looking at the railway, railway train on the side, you will see some small, small fences, trends of wear. This is anti-intrusion system. Even if a goat tries to access, you know, the railway line, it passes through there. Alarm will be received somewhere. Mm. And there are trained guards that will quickly identify this alarm came from the Gachuku, for example. Mm. And they will quickly alert the next station, whether it is police or military post, and they will be there. We didn't have that. If you recall the train station, they actually, you know, sabotaged the rail line somewhere. Mm. With an introduction to the injection system, an alert would have been received that somebody has tampered with the rail line. Mm. So already, you will either tell them to stop and you'll send your, your, your mobile team to there. You know, we, right now, we, we, we unfortunately, again, like us, we don't write reports. Right now, if you ask me, I will say there's even a possibility that some of those uh, terrorists that hijack people, some of them wait outside the train where they attack the train, but some could have entered the train as passengers. Yes, but without this... Uh, procedures that we are placing in town now, it means anybody can enter. Let's okay. be honest with ourselves. Okay. Who hasn't entered with somebody's with somebody else's name? And that was Group Captain Sadiq Garbashehu, a security and defense consultant. Well, we have to draw the curtains on today's episode of the show. To all the people whose voices were heard today, we want to say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a daily trust production, which is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com or barspout.com. You can also listen to us on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Sawaba Radio, 104.9 Hadeja, Chicago State, and Badegi Radio 90.1 Mina, Niger State. You can also listen by searching for Nigeria Daily on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments or want to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, let us know on our social media handles. On Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at Daily underscore Trust. And on Facebook, you can find us at Daily Trust. Better still, call this number, send a WhatsApp message or a text message 091-389-33390. Thank you so much for listening. I am Martia Umar. Enjoy the rest of your day. Oh, 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 oh,